Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the mother-daughter journey. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. In today's episode, we are going to talk about another very useful tool that we've used throughout this whole journey. Yes. Both our individual ones and the one together. And that is personality assessments. I know, right? Kind of seems like, really, <laughs> we're going to talk about taking personality tests, but... And that's going to help my mother-daughter relationship? <laughs> but yes. I promise, guys, it is. It really, really is. In so many different ways. So I guess how we should start this off is by talking about the fact that there are lots and lots of different personality assessments out there. And no one is better than the other. In our personal opinion. Yes, they all look at the same thing. I say in air quotes, but they're all looking at it through different lenses. Which you know is is like a hot button for us. It's a hot button for us because what is the world if not billions of different lenses? Well, it is. There's <laughs> billions of different people, all with different experiences, all with different perceptions, all with different points of views. And so each one of those individuals is looking at the world through their own lens. So it stands to reason that there would be different personality tests based on those different lenses. Correct. And really, in our opinion, it's just a matter of which one resonates with you. Which one is going to resonate? Which ones, yeah, or really. which ones are going to resonate with you? Which ones are you going to be able to run with to help better understand yourself and the people in your world, aka your mothers or your daughters? Exactly. And what you just said, K Dog, actually about understanding is a very important part of what these personality assessments do for you. It's right. It's a very important piece because. If you go back to Maslow's theory of what you need to survive as a human, right? It's got your basic needs like shelter, food, water. And it goes all the way up to your emotional and psychological needs. And connection is one of them, right? Human connection. Absolutely. Is one of those big needs. But how do you actually connect when you don't know what piece you're bringing? Yes. Connection and understanding, we all need it. But if we're not able to connect with ourselves and understand who we are, what we're bringing to the table, to the world, to a relationship is a mask or a hat or something that we just put on to play a part. Well, it's not us. It's something we're doing to fit the situation, to to try to be accepted or tolerated or any of the words that you use about yourself. And that's where superficial connection happens and why we end up feeling like we're alone and nobody understands us. Yeah, not just superficial connection, but also the people-pleasing thing, right? Oh, gosh, The lack of boundaries. And this, I think, is particularly difficult in the mother-daughter relationship. Probably is for sons as well. I just don't, you know, that's not my world. (laughs) 
you're trying to discover who you are while not hurting, disappointing, alarming mm-hmm. your mother, right? So you're trying to find what your nature is, your personality, what you mm-hmm. are going to bring to the world for yourself and others in the shadow of your parents, your, your parents, your, right? In the shadow of their beliefs, in the shadow of their longings for you, mm-hmm. in the shadow of their perceptions, their projections. It's, it's all not of it. just the shadow. I mean, that's a good way to put it, but it's also just our natural instinct, right? To belong, to belong. But I've also talked about this in regards to like mother daughter, parent child relationships. Is we want to make you proud, right? I want to be just like you when I grow up. Those things that we find ourselves subconsciously creating a persona that fits our household situation, basically. Right. And And that household situation is formed from a million different influences, right? It's the school systems, it's society, it's your ancestral, it's... Oh, yeah. So there's just so many influences there that long story short, I guess, because we're on a tangent right now, (laughs) is these personality assessments help you understand yourself but also i mean it just awakens you to the fact that absolutely there is there is no one right way to look at something yes i guess what i'm trying to i'm just gonna like use some words that we would have used in our relationship in the past i also want to pop in really quickly and just say that it helps you wade through all of that crap that you were talking about the ancestral the societal exactly like these tests help you dig through it dig down and find the real you exactly but i'm gonna say a few buzzwords or trigger words that you might that you have experienced I'm not gonna say you might that I feel like everybody has experienced in life and that is things like you're in a situation with somebody and they're talking and you just don't understand where the heck they're coming from in your mind you're like what is wrong with this person (laughs) why would they think that way and you can't understand you cannot wrap your head around why they would think that way I I find it hard to imagine any person who's never once had the thought of why would they think that or why would they do that? Right. And when you start to take human these nature. personality tests or, you know, human design, or you start to understand humans mm-hmm. and, and all of their all nuances the, and <laughs> all the different lenses, you still might be able to say, I don't understand how they can think that way because it's not an experience you've ever had. But you can at least say, I don't understand that, but I understand that it's real for you. And I accept. And I accept that. Right. And it, if you're somebody who is just, we're talking about the people-pleasing route or the shadow, right? You're trying to figure out. Because that's what we know the best, right? really. But, but so I think a lot of people do, not just us. Oh, definitely. But, but somebody that's not okay with themselves, you start taking these personality assessments And you start to realize that, oh, if these personality assessments are out here and all these people are taking them, then there's more people like me than I realize. They're just not in my world. And it helps you start to accept your differences that you might have looked at as weaknesses, but in reality are your greatest strengths. Exactly. I'm glad you went there because that was going to be the next thing I said is these personality assessments help you to recognize, like, for instance, I've always been very... um, go with the flow, right? I've always been very like airy. Yes. Right? I'm, yes. I, I, bouncy. Bouncy. Airy. That's, yes. And I've had always considered that a bad thing because the people I grew up around were not. 
And that was not necessarily the strengths that I was taught to admire. I was taught to admire determination and I was taught to admire working really, really hard and having a clear... You were taught to admire being selfless. Uh, to the point of detriment. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yes. And also to never sit still. Idle hands are the devil's play, right? Idle minds is the devil's playground type thing is what you were taught. Basically, I was taught if I wasn't working towards a goal, what was I even doing with my life, basically? (laughs) Right. But also those goals were kind of pointed out to you to some extent, right? The goal was college. The goal was money. The goal was... Yes. Yes. So there were specific goals I perceived as a child that I should want to work for, work towards. And there were very specific pathways to achieving those goals. And none of that lined up with who I was. Right. I don't I don't follow a straight path. I don't. (laughs) I'm up, down, left, right, curving around like I'm airy. You're airy, yes. And when we get to talk about this particular assessment that is our favorite, that will make more sense. But yes, just to give you a picture of Abigail as a child to kind of, you know, articulate what she's trying to say. Her sister, who is very goal-orientated, very straight line, right? I want to... She's fierce. Yes, damn fierce. (laughs) I want to be a lawyer and this is the pathway I have to take and this is how many hours I'm going to have to study and this is the outline and boom, I'm going. Yeah, no, she was the, uh, I'm going to be a warrior. A warrior. Right? Yes. She said that when she was like four or something. And guess what she is now, guys? But she would sit down and say, I have this assignment and I am going to do this assignment before mm-hmm. I move on to the next assignment. So she would set a time chunk, time blocking, and she'd do it and she'd focus and it would be done and she'd move on to the next thing. And it was natural to her. And it was natural to her. Yeah. Abigail would sit down at the counter to do homework and she would do two problems. And then she would get up and she would like start doing some (laughs) scissor kicks or roundhouse kicks because she was a karate girl and then she'd sit down and do another problem and then she'd get up and she'd be like "Ooh, did you see that birdie out the tree i mean what emily could accomplish in you know 30 minutes would take abigail an hour and a half and that's just how she is because she floats from thing to thing right and back then as the parent it was like could you just sit down and do your damn homework so we can move on to the next task. And you were raised to think that... Because you're also very task-oriented. Yes. <laughs> so you were raised to think that this is how you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that your way of moving through the world was flawed. However, we have a perfect example of where this strength of mine came into play not too long ago. So we were actually sitting with one of our coaches in our little group, and he was having us do... Stream an, of consciousness. Stream of consciousness activity for our businesses. And... I, oh my gosh, that was so fun. I just got right into it. I accomplished so much in that 10 to 15 minutes with the mindset of, okay, just here's here's a topic, now write, now go. I got so much done. Yes. More w- than I could in... In and he's, two hours with like a you did and <laughs> task he switched, outline. And he switched gears on us, right? So yeah. five minutes of this topic. Then it was, okay, now write from the point of view of a clown. And then two sec, not two seconds, felt like two seconds. Two minutes later, write from this point of view. Mm-hmm. A minute later, write from that point of view. So like we had us my, shifting gears. My bounciness, the way my brain right. works, jumping from, I flowed with that perfectly. I ended up chucking him the bird halfway through the exercise because it was was so painful but that just goes to show you different personalities right that's a perfect example right there so let's talk about how they can be used as tools i mean we have been talking about how they're used as tools but let's talk about 
the ones that we found helpful that resonated with us and a couple of examples of how they helped us come over some communication hurdles or mm. yeah I guess hurdles is a good way to put it I mean it's helped us with a lot of hurdles both like I said at the Personal beginning personally and with this with our relationship and our business and our business absolutely um so I don't know what one do you want to start with our favorite or should we build up to that one <laughs> no I think we should start out strong with the gates with out our of the favorite. gates yes okay so one of the personality assessments that has been and it's not even an assessment it's more of just a guideline to figuring out who you are because there's no like real test associated it's a with book. it i mean she has courses her name is carol tuttle anyway the book that we recommend reading to learn about this program is it's just my nature by carol tuttle a guide to knowing and living your true nature this system was one of the most helpful tools when we were going through most of our blah. Yes. Right? When I was really feeling like nobody understood me because I didn't understand me. I didn't even know how to start to understand me. And this just spoke to me. Yes. And this book helped you articulate. And it helped me articulate. What you were feeling. And it helped me realize that I'm the mother here. It was on me to figure out how to communicate with her. It was on me to figure out how to understand her. You know, it was on me to teach her how to communicate, not point, this is how we communicate. There's only one way you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Adapt to me, make me comfortable. I right. was. It should have been in the other direction, and it wasn't in our world at that time. Because partly you didn't recognize that there was oh, another yeah, way. Yeah. Oh, right? I didn't know. I'm not... I, Again, not looking at this from any form of judgment in any way, shape, or form. This is just all helpful information, and I didn't know. And once I did know, I started to learn to do better. That's all we can do. And that's all we can do. (laughs) And so, yes. So this book was, for me, life-changing, honestly. It's helped me accept the pieces of myself that I thought were flaws, but really they're some of my greatest strengths. And basically how this system works is it takes four, the four pieces of nature, the four natural elements. You have air, fire, earth, and water. I'm going to be a nerd again. And anybody who likes Avatar, this is right up your alley so you know what bender you are. (laughs) Okay. And Um, there you have it. (laughs) No, it it resonated with both of us from her, that aspect that she's talking about. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm like a previous science person. I worked in a lab for years. And this relates to the four elements that... I love biology and the human brain and just... Right. And so this one is based on nitrogen, oxygen, carbon, and hydrogen. The four basic elements that are part of our chemical makeup. Correct. And the theory basically is that we all have these four elements and it's impossible like statistically impossible that all four of these elements in everybody's body would be like an equal amount, right? So does that make sense? Am I saying that right? It would be impossible. We're all snowflakes. We're all snowflakes, right. Well, they're energy types, right? And so we lean towards different energy types. Like nitrogen is air, it's upward, it's light. But the theory is that we lean towards those energies because of the nuances of our chemical makeup. Yes. For me, I'm an air type. I'm I'm bouncy and airy, like I said. I have light upward movement. Like everything I do is very, wah. 
Yes, it's that made sense, it's, right, it's, everyone? Yeah. <laughs> Why makes sense? It's very and the theory high energy. It's very high energy. Yes. It's very bouncy. It's very it, yes, cheerleading. Hey, now. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a, no, I know. That's what I picture. Somebody doing a, you know. A- I know. But the theory is that the reasoning that that's my energy, that that's my nature that I lean into is because I have a little more nitrogen in my chemical makeup than somebody who, for instance, like you, K-Dog, would have a little more carbon in their makeup because you're an earth person. Or that element feeds my energy type more. Yes. Right. So, Yes. It's Just My Nature by Carol Tuttle has been life-altering for us, both in understanding who we are, but also in understanding, like K-Dog said, that we're all coming from different perspectives. We're all experiencing the world differently, and we all move differently and are different just by nature. Right. And so that's really, I think, the first step with all of this is just to understand and accept that when we're thinking about the trigger words that I used earlier, like what is wrong with them? Like why why would they think this way? If you start to gain knowledge of these different personality assessments and start to explore and learn about these different avenues of thinking, Mm -hmm. then you can say to yourself, okay, I can't understand why they're thinking this way. Right. But there's a reason for it. They have their nature. They have their perception. They have their lenses. They have their experiences. They have their nature. Right. So even though I can't understand it, that doesn't mean it's incorrect or there's Just something wrong. Just because the shoe doesn't fit you doesn't mean you shouldn't try it on and see how it feels. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Right? Like walk a mile in another person's shoes. Yeah. Okay. Try them on. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're laying down here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It, it still might not fit after you try it on. And that's okay. You might not agree or understand, but at least now you are you are able. Well, you are able to understand that it's okay that you don't understand. Well, you're more accepting and and accepting, right? right? It's it's less judgmental. You're not approaching things with judgment. You're approaching things with yeah. I mean, I, it's hard to say understanding because sometimes Love. you just can't understand things. But yeah, with it, it's really just with tolerance. It's yeah. just the more knowledge is power, right? The more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to address things su- you don't understand. Yes. Thank you. Oh, wow. That was painful to get to, but there you have it. <laughs> That's why there's two of us, so we can finish each other's sentences. You were supposed to say sandwiches. Oh. <laughs> Gosh darn it, Kelly. Ugh. Start over. The whole episode's ruined. Oh, my goodness. She called me Kelly. That's bad. I know. We're fighting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, So that is one of the many personality systems or assessments that we've utilized and has been an amazing tool, both in our own personal growth journeys and the one that we've taken together. Another one that I definitely think that we should touch upon is a pretty popular one. It's a fairly well-known personality test, and that's the Myers-Briggs type indicator. So what I love about Myers-Briggs, a couple things. First, when you look at the history of it, This assessment was created by a mother-daughter team who were probably trying to understand each other better. How cool is that, right? And it's based on the theory introduced by Carl Jung, uh, who said that humans experience the world using four psychological functions, their sensation, intuition, their feeling, and their thinking. And so these functions affect the way that you approach life, your style, the way that you work, all of those things. And this test basically helps you figure out how much of each of these 
functions, how you lean into them, right? Do you spend more of your time in the thinking state or do you spend more of your time in the feeling state, basically? And this one helped because, well, for many, many reasons, but with our relationship specifically, it helped us recognize where we are the same and where we're not. Yes. And that actually ended up being that you spend a lot more time in the thinking mindset, right? In the psychological function, I guess mindset would be a right word for that. And I spend more time in the intuition. Right. And so we approach life differently. Right. And neither one is incorrect. No, ma'am. No, it is not. So definitely if you, like I said, it's kind of a a popular one and it's popular for a reason. I think so. Yes. It's popular for a reason. So if you feel motivated to go take some after this episode, Myers-Briggs is a good one to look at. Or it's just my nature. Found on Amazon. I really, I'm going to, I'm going to swear. I really think everybody should read that book. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) And then there's another layer to all of this because we have our nature, we have our personality styles, which is always changing because we are always growing and we're always Mm. getting new perceptions, new experiences. Our lenses are constantly evolving. Well, our nature is is our nature. That's our nature is our nature, but our experiences are evolving our personalities or yes. our they're shifting the lens that we the have. modes that we express ourselves, mm-hmm. which leads us to ultimately what helped us the most, which was understanding how we give and receive information. Yes, right, and right. It's, to the extent that that is that was the wagon we hooked ourselves to when we were like we want to go out there and help people mothers and daughters specifically, communicate and see each other and have mm-hmm. better relationships and understand each other. Conversation styles is where we landed as far as where we wanted to get certified. Right. And that's because it's, I mean, they're all important. Absolutely. Right. I think. Reviews them all. Pretty much. I, and the ones I haven't used yet, I. Intend to. I intend to. So, but we decided to teach conversation personality styles because it's so applicable to all relationships. It helps you. It's not just something to help you understand somebody else, but it's a tool to help you move forward in that relationship as well. The one with yourself, right? Because the way that you talk to yourself matters. Absolutely. So once you understand the way that you communicate, your conversations with yourself are going to be kinder. Absolutely. That's all I can say. Absolutely. (laughs) The relationships with your loved ones, aka my mama and my dad and my sister but mostly my mama. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it it helps you communicate and understand how you communicate. And it also helps you understand how other people are receiving and giving information. And once you understand these different personality styles of communication, and you start to recognize in your world, Mm -hmm. the different personalities, there's four, then you can better communicate with them. For instance, we're going to use us. Mm -hmm. As Abigail said, from the Myers-Briggs, I'm more of a thinking. I work in the thinking mode more, and she works in the intuitive mode more. Yes. Which means we communicate differently because I evaluate. Oh, my gosh. Having a conversation with her is like pulling teeth sometimes (laughs) in the best of ways. But I evaluate (laughs) things. I am always, I have an analytical mind, and I'm always evaluating before I right 
speak or I'm evaluating what you're saying to me before I respond. Like I need to sit with it. So to have an emotionally charged conversation with me means that you need to give me time to process before we can move on. Where Abigail is very, well, I mean, air personality, right? She can jump from topic to topic, like we said, with the stream of consciousness Mm -hmm. without a problem. So if we're sitting having a conversation, especially in business, like she follows me grabbing one thought and then I happen to say another thought, she can shift gears like that. But when it happens in the opposite direction, you're like, wait, 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 hold up. Oh, exactly. Slow it down. Slow your roll. I need to like, whoa, wait, we might need to talk about this again tomorrow when I've had time mm-hmm. to think about it tonight. Right. And understanding that about each other has helped us with conflict. Right. I mean, it's how we came up with the tool of putting the conversation aside for a bit. It is. Putting it away and... Because we weren't getting anywhere. Because well, you're, I mean, an, like, you're a thinker and I'm more intuitive and just... It, you're a feeler. I'm a feeler. Right. And... We weren't... We were yeah. just... It was just a... It was a hurdle. It was a the hurdle. The way that we were communicating with each other was, was a hurdle. And I, it was I resulting... was expecting you to be as quick thinking when it comes to those kinds of things as I am. Yes. And you were expecting to discuss them when you were feeling them most. Right. Whereas you need to spend more time evaluating and analyzing those emotions before properly communicating them. The conversations were much more productive and compassionate once we recognized that... We had different needs when it came to communicating. Thank you. Yes. Yes. We had different needs when it came to communicating and learning these personality styles as far as conversations were concerned was the next step in understanding our relationship and moving forward and being able to communicate boundaries being able to communicate all of the things that we've talked about in all of our previous episodes and it's very helpful in understanding yourself and accepting yourself yes especially when we're talking about coming from a, a world of mental illness right if you can accept your nature and everything that comes with it, one, it's a source of empowerment, and two, it brings better stuff to the conversation. And when I say better stuff, I just mean you're able to communicate more authentically, compassionately, and yes. genuinely. Yes. I see. Okay. Absolutely. And it, especially since we're talking about struggling with the mental illness aspect, it helps you, like I said earlier, to recognize that the things that you've been compared, like, I'm going to back it up. I'm going to use my sister and I as an example. Okay. So as we've mentioned, my sister and I are very different people. Different planets. Different planets. We have very different personality styles, different natures, different conversation personalities, like they're on opposite ends of the spectrum in all Pretty things. much in all things. Op- not just different, but opposite ends. Yeah. And almost all things. Almost all things. They both, what? well, I mean, you'd think differently, but you both come from the same avenue when it comes to citizenship and having people feel good. Yeah, we're and like people first. People. We're both people first. People. You are. Yeah. But the way that we approach things and function basically on a day-to-day are opposite and me being the younger sister I compared myself a lot to what I thought was you know what I should be 
there's a lot to play with that. It's, some of it is my sister's personality jived more with who my mom is. Or not who you are, but who you thought you were supposed to be. Yes. Who you were trying to teach us to be. Yes. Like for her, she fell into it easily because she, that's just who she is. Right. For me, it, it didn't work. And so I spent all that time comparing myself, being like, what's wrong with me? I'm never going to be as good as my sister. She can do it so easily. Why can't I? Which fed the negative cycle and the depression, right? So, and now that I have gone through these different personality assessments and really learned more about me and my nature and the things that I thought were weaknesses actually being strengths, I've spent less time comparing myself for one thing, but it's also helped me to realize that the things that I thought were my sister's weaknesses, because I didn't necessarily understand them, right, are also her strengths. Right. And it's just helped me understand my sister on a whole different level. The judgment of why would she do that? Because there was definitely, why did she think that way? Why would she do that? And On both sides. On both sides, right? She thought the same about me. And the more that we've learned about ourselves and just the different personality structures out there, the more accepting we've been of each other and the better our relationship has been. And especially since I've learned about the conversation personality styles, because once again, we are opposite sides of the spectrum there. We really couldn't be more opposite when it comes to conversation. So we fought all the time growing up. Yeah, not even... They not wasn't even growing a, they, up. No, I mean, yes, growing up, but even into adulthood. And even into adulthood. And it hasn't been until recently that our conversations have been actual, productive, genuine compassionate conversations yes. and that's all thanks to this stuff yes this is this was huge in that so i guess that's really the crux of it crux of it the, cru- the crux i think you said it right okay i'm gonna yeah. go with it yeah i think that's right is this is just another tool to help mothers and daughters understand each other understand themselves mm-hmm. and be able to communicate those parts of yourself that you need understood and seen and the boundaries that you need to draw so that you can have a healthy relationship and a healthy conversation. Right. It's a great tool for all of that. Well summarized, K-Dog. Yeah. Well summarized. And we just touched on, I said like a few, right? There's so many others that just, there's the Clifton strengths. There is Enneagram, even astrology. Right. Getting to know what your sign is, your sun sign, your moon sign, like all of those things. Mm-hmm. There's so much human um, human design. I mean, I could really go down a rabbit hole. Let's not. We could all really go down a <laughs> rabbit hole. We'll put some of it in but the show notes for you. I will. What I'm going to do is I actually have a really nice article that lists, I think it was 22 or 23 different personality assessments. You know, they're origins what they really look at and the links to take them and so I will be putting that in the show notes for you folks so that you can explore those and peruse at your leisure at your leisure at your leisure to learn more about yourself and maybe others around you and really just to be able to articulate your needs Mm -hmm. and your boundaries your to yourself too 
you, we need to set boundaries with ourselves and understand ourselves in mm-hmm. order to be able to do it with other people. Exactly. And it these, all starts with you. <laughs> it all starts with you. And these assessments, again, for our purposes, we use them to help us maneuver through a lot of stuff in our relationship to get to the point of where we could take the tools and help other people feel not right. so alone and misunderstood. Misunderstood, right. Or or broken. Yeah, all those words that people use in these instances, they were just another tool mm-hmm. that we used, and it was a very helpful tool. And it doesn't just happen with your mother-daughter relationship. It bleeds out Oh, absolutely. into every aspect of life. Absolutely. When you understand yourself and you understand how to express yourself and to see that there are many different lenses, many different ways of communicating, mm-hmm. many different ways of learning, many different ways of understanding. It's just all sorts Snowflakes. of sorts make the world go round. Exactly. Yeah, I think we're good. I, yeah, I mean, that pretty much covers everything we wanted to when it comes to the importance of personality assessments. The importance of learning about yourself and others. And so I hope you friends found this useful as well. I hope that you find maybe a new personality test that you haven't taken yet in the show notes and find something useful out of that. And Um, if there's a personality test that you know about or assessment, I don't know why we keep saying tests. They're really assessments. Yeah. Right. But a personal assessment that you know about that isn't listed in our show notes or that we didn't mention. Mm -hmm. We'd love to hear about it. Let us know. Right? Comment I'm, all, on our I'm social... always looking to find exactly. out more about who I am. <laughs> We're always looking for tools because as we progress in this relationship, we realize that there's always stumbling blocks. There's always little things to maneuver and to learn oh, yeah. and to grow. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, share with us. We'd love, we'd love to learn from you as well. Well said. All right. And with that, friends, we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on our journey today. If you liked what you heard and are looking for more, make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media. See you next time.